Cassidy Sinatra, 10 minute podcast. Get it on TV. You can't react to shit. I say, how is that when I bought nothing but a full chain with OJ Black? Jazz the rapper reaction. If you survive, I'll recap him like J Black. He like her J Black. You know, you're probably looking for a different kind of guy. Yeah, like, you know what made me change was I had like a very fast, like, close on Times Square where I opened a girl. She was on her way to meet a Tinder date. She never made it there. She met me. And I wound up, like, pulling her to a bathroom, like, from 30 minutes, day game set. The thing that happened with this was, like, that never happened to her before, not to even brag. And she was, she started texting me a lot later that day. And she went as far as to, um, like, Google me on, like, uh, Google. And then she found Sinatra Merge and all that. And then I get a text hours later, oh, dating coach, huh? Oh, okay. So after that set, I was like, forget it. I'm just going to tell them right off the bat the dating coach thing. Right, right. So it's not like a surprise or anything. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, um, it's funny. I mean, I tell them I'm a dating coach, and I tell them a little bit about what I do. It's only one of the, the you know, the businesses that I work on, but uh, I'll, so I'll tell them about it. And uh, but I won't really get into details. You know, I'm not really. I te- yeah. tell them, look, I'm teaching guys how to be confident. I tell them, look, I'm actually teaching guys how to, you know, have whatever type of relationship they want with the girl, the girlfriends. I've helped guys get married before. Pretty. I don't know if that's a success story or what. Yeah. Uh, I guess we'll find out if, uh, if they ever get divorced pretty miserably. But so, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll tell them a little bit, but I don't really fill them in on all the details. But that's that's interesting. But uh, cool. I, w- I think uh, I'm not sure if this is getting a conversation that like <laughs> that like other dating coaches would benefit from. I, I think they would. I think like the audience yeah. the guys who are just trying to get laid to like fuck. Um, like, oh, they're talking about like, being a dating coach. I, yeah, I just yeah. want to learn skills from these guys. It's it's just interesting. I think that the message to take from that is, uh, you know, you really don't want to be hiding who you are. You really want people to understand very, very early on the type of person you are. Talk to them, you know, and, and what holds people back, I think, from doing that is they want something from the other person. They want their validation. They want to have sex with them. They want to, you know, they don't want to get fired. You know, like, they don't want to be, see- they, they don't want to be perceived in a way that's, uh, that goes against what they think, what what they want, and they have all these, uh, they have all these ways of thinking that that about what, you know, if I say this, maybe they won't like me, and it's kind of, you know, it's always a shot in the dark. You never know what they're gonna like. I mean, you could get a pretty good idea about what the person responds to. Uh, you know, some girls tend to like more obnoxious comments. Some girls just want like the straightforward, calm conversation. Older women. They tend to just like a little bit of witty banter and just, you know, no games. And uh, the thing is, like, yes, over time you'll develop a, an intuition on who likes what just off of the way they present themselves and uh, what they what they talk about. But in the beginning, very often it's going to be a shot in the dark. You never know. You kind of need to learn to not filter yourself, just be who you are, say the things that you want to say. And if you want to add the rest of the quote from the Dr. Seuss is because... Uh, what was it like? The people that matter don't mind. The people that mind yeah. don't matter. <laughs> Another uh, powerful thing is like calibration. Something that's very powerful for advanced guys in the game. That even if you went in, let's say, with a style that didn't work for her, you went in too direct, and she's like, "Eh." Calibration. You would come in and know how to react to her movements. Yeah, yeah. For calibration sure. is very strong. Let's say you get a little too sexual with the girl too fast. 
and she reacts back to it, you can respond very quickly to that. Like, move right. your body position to where it's fine, and she, she doesn't have to worry anymore about it. Right, right, right. Simply, like, backing off. I think, yeah, there's there's some guys in the community that talk about it. Like, it's referred to as, like, pressure on, pressure off. I think that's, like, fucking great. Basically, you know, you go in, you make a move. It's your man. It's your obligation as a man yeah. who's interested in this girl to make that move. But the moment she becomes uncomfortable, you back off and you just reset. And you say, my bad. You know, that was, sorry if I, like, threw you off. Yeah, I just thought you were fucking gorgeous. And, like, that was my instant reaction. My bad. I know I can be a little bit, like, pushy sometimes. Um, anyway, I'm Chris. What's your name? Blah, blah, blah. Like, just don't make it into a big deal. Acknowledge that you just made her uncomfortable. Don't apologize for what you did. Apologize for how you made her feel. And then and just let her know everything's okay. And you're a totally normal person. And she doesn't have to worry, you know. And um, very, very cool. Yeah, I. Um, it's interesting. I, I want to I talk about briefly, like, my end of the logistics side because I, I was coming from 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 your end for a while like I actually uh, I grew up in Long Island and it's funny because I would go out night after night I, uh, I went out uh, out of 110 nights I went out like 93 nights or something yeah. and days actually so I spent like eight hours and um, each day and it was it was pretty intense it was really you know you really have to push yourself so I admire that you you do that because you really I mean, 45 minutes sometimes is such a bitch, especially if it's longer and on getting into the city on on a week a weekend night is yeah. just a bitch. So uh, you know, I definitely have to say like, good for you. Um, and I know how hard it could be, and like you really have to be on your game. Uh, I would pull so an hour away, and it was not easy. Uh, you oh, would lose no. a lot. Of, you would lose a lot of girls, and uh, that's then I where um, if I could add screening comes in, you have to be very good at screening. Especially yeah, yeah. If far away. I just put out an article about that. Uh, I think it was like the five tips to like, I don't know, pulling, like pulling you know, stunners or something. Yeah, because one of the things is it's it's a lot of this is screening is you know for one you're screening girls out by just presenting yourself in a certain way. So don't dress in a way that the girls you're attracted to won't be receptive to. Right? You gotta you gotta cater to your audience. On one hand, like don't be a different person, but you should, the girls you're into should like you back, you know, just yeah. present yourself in a way that they can relate to it. And, uh, yeah, you know, like, if you're going to have those three-hour conversations, you better fucking screen to find out that this girl has three hours just to talk and, like, yeah. you know, four hours to pull and come back and fool around and hang out at your place. So you really got to be screening pretty hardcore. Otherwise, I and I know this because when I... Because when I wasn't doing that, I would have so many great conversations. That, that would go people. nowhere. Get, just get and, a number. Yeah. and you. Yeah. And maybe they would flake. Maybe we would text and just be like in touch until one day, which never happened when, when the logistics were set up. I only really got logistics about it over a year ago. And that's when I consistently started pulling was when I finally had a place to pull to. It's it's crazy, but it's it's so undervalued like there's all this attraction talking attractions obviously very fucking important yeah it's great but there, but there is a strong element of just being an attract just being attracted just because you're a guy and she's a girl and sex is going to happen regardless as long as you're a guy that makes a move so yeah there's a shit ton of ways to make a move but you almost it's almost like a non-starter unless you have a place to pull to right yeah logistics helps a lot like especially a place like new york city like, living close near the venue that you're in makes a whole lot of a difference. 
Because like yeah, I said yeah, before, yeah. a lot of girls just don't want to get on a train and go far away. Like, I yeah, find yeah. the farthest they want to go is, like, a taxi ride or walk away. For sure, yeah. I, it's, it's funny because, yeah, so I actually drew a comparison in a, in a post that I put out about logistics where uh, I think it was logistics, but overall, you know, there's two types of, uh, it's like imagine your buddy comes to you at two in the morning and says, dude, I got this damn fucking good burger. Uh, we just got to go 45 minutes away. This place makes it fresh every day. So good. Mm-hmm. And you're like, damn, that sounds awesome. But 45 minutes, so far. fuck. You're like, fuck. And then you know what I'd probably say to you? It's like, dude, why don't we do that another time? There's a place like right around the corner. It's, it's not easier. the best burger. Mm-hmm. It's not the best burger. It's a pretty good burger. But it's not 45 minutes away. Like that 45 minutes away is such is something you're really going to have to sell me on. And you're going to have to take away basically every concern that I have. So one thing, you know, because I was, again, I was pulling from 45 minutes away when I lived in Long Island. But also I moved to Astoria. And depending on when, you know, in Astoria is, for, for people who don't know, that's right outside Manhattan. But right out, you know, depends on where in Manhattan you are. You know, it could take 45 minutes to it's get still to the other side. It's far, so I had a car, and that made my life so much easier. But you know what? There was still a massive drop-off rate, and actually what inspired me to move to meatpacking was I remember, like you said before, I love Asian girls. I remember I had this gorgeous Asian girl, and um, so fucking hot. And she was down to come back, and the moment we get to my car, she's like, you know what? I can't do this. And just seeing myself, that was like the lo- the last straw when I just said, you know what, never fucking again am I ever going to not have logistics down, never again. So I got my, so I got an apartment. My lease was expiring a month later, something like that. Two months later, got an apartment two blocks away from where I go out. Simple as that. Done. I almost never get problems anymore. I go, you know, uh, it's like I, I I have nothing to sell them on. Basically, in the it's first in Manhattan, like that means so yeah. much, like. Yeah, I mean, I present myself in, 